Did you guys, were you guys watching that game? Yeah. I watched most of it. Yeah, I watched the end there. Pissed me off. I really thought the Seahawks were going to send it to OT. No. No, no. Russ, no, Russ sucks. <laughs> he so... drove them down. The, they scored the touchdown. That's great. He, where was that all game? I don't know. He's not. He's leaving the Seahawks after this year. So yeah, just like he did that last year. Well, he's actually leaving this year. I don't know where he's going, but Bears or something. Take over for Justin Fields. What? Take over for Justin Fields. Uh, Who says no? Russell Wilson for Justin Fields. (laughs) Straight up. The Bears are stupid enough. (laughs) (laughs) The the McCaskies would. (laughs) But if they got a new coach. You know, Andy Reid, Brian Kelly. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, we'll go ahead and roll the theme music on that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> you think we can do better? I always think we can do better, Jordans. That's just, your positive can, that's just your positive can-do attitude. That's that's what they call me. <laughs> positive can-do attitude. Hell of a nickname. Yeah, you know. Uh, welcome to the Long Relief Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Wolf. I'm joined by Mr. Positive Can-Do Attitude. Um, and a very special guest, our first guest here on the Long Relief Podcast. I feel like Jay Cole when he finally started putting features on his albums. Uh, we are joined today by David Peterson. Left-handed pitcher of the New York Mets. Um, and only. That's absolutely how we're going to uh, advertise this episode. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> uh, no, we are joined by our dear friend David Peterson, who is not a pitcher for the Mets, but he is a Mets fan. Just a and fan. Actually, we had to bring him on after the Mets made some news, a little bit of news. Um, you might have heard about it. You might have seen it. Uh, they signed Max Scherzer to a three-year, $900 million contract. Um, Peterson, what were your initial thoughts? When did you, because for me, I just assumed Scherzer was going to stay with the Dodgers. When did you first kind of think that he was going to come to the Mets? Yeah, it was probably sometime last night. So I knew that going into the offseason, they were going to get, try to get pitching help. I always thought it was going to be like Marcus Stroman and maybe another one of the top guys. It was always like, oh, they should go up to Scherzer. I was like, sure. Yeah. I mean, he's a great pitcher, but at the trade deadline this past year, he said, Basically, I would not waive my no trade clause if you, the Mets were the destination. So I was like, well, because of that, I don't know if he's going to want to come here. I was like, oh, it'd be great if he did. But um, if not, you know, I think there's other options. But I think it was last night when the news started to break that they were kind of front runners. Um, and it just seemed like Cohen was just saying, hey, throw as much money as I want at Max Scherzer if he could come here. Um, I think Josh hopped in that. Um, there's a, a Twitter space is going on for a little while. I saw that. I wasn't in it. Yeah, I think Josh may have been in it for a little bit. Um, I stayed in there for for quite a while. Um, but it was just it was just a crazy time because um, this has almost never happened to the Mets. They've always been a, a big market team um, that operated like a mid market or small one. So seeing them just come in and throw their weight around and. and $43 million a year for Max Scherzer was awesome to see. Yeah, a lot changes from $43 million on the table. I can't think of a single Mets big-name free agent signing now that you're saying it before this one. the I think the biggest one outside was Beltron. True, yeah. Or it was, it was one of them, but... Lindor yeah, was a trade, right? So we're not counting that? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I can't remember if they if they he left and they signed him again, but yeah, all their all their big uh, contracts have been extensions. I mean, Lindor last 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 off season, um, Degrom, Wright, Santana, um, all those guys. So yeah, yeah Lind- I guess they trade they traded for Lindor like on the condition that they would extend him, but yeah. that wasn't a straight up free agent signing. And hey, that worked out wonderfully this year. So Scherzer, I'm sure will continue to put up great numbers. Uh, they also signed Starling Marte, which yes. is an under, I don't think it's getting enough and in a buzz. It's a good signing. Yeah. I, I absolutely think it's a great signing. I mean, he's going to be a uh, guy who can actually play center field for them. Who's a true center fielder in the sense. I mean, they've had Brandon Nimmo there um, for the past couple of years and I am a big Brandon Nimmo fan. I think he's a great player. I mean, he's, he's one of those guys that, um, he walks a ton. I mean, it's become a, a joke where every time he walks, you know, he sprints down to first base and all that. Um, but that's a guy you want on your team because you play a you know a decent defense. He wasn't great in center field as far as the defense goes. Um, he definitely profiled more as a corner outfielder. But now they've got Starling Marte, a guy who's going to offer them speed. He's going to play good defense and of course um, swing the bat as, as well. So that was a that kind of kept the the spending on Friday. So they got the two depth pieces and they got that Marte. And I was like. That's a good Friday, and then you know, a couple of days later, here's here's Scherzer. Yeah, I don't know. I I, I think Canha and Escobar. I think depth pieces might be selling them kind of short. At least Canha, he gets on base like crazy. Escobar can play anywhere, I guess. Because I mean, are they going to keep Baez? Do you think? Uh, from what I've seen, it might be a long shot. Um, but you never know. With I mean, with, with Steve Cohen as your owner, a billionaire, I mean. Maybe he'll just say, you know, luxury tax, what is that? I mean, we're just going to go as far beyond it as we want. Um, Only taxes he would pay all year, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, I definitely think I would love to have Baez back. I mean, he, you know, he's a great player. And having, you know, a middle infield of Lindor and Baez. Loves the fans. The fans love him. <laughs> yeah, are the fans going to boo and flip off Max Scherzer? Um, I don't think so. I wouldn't. I think at this point we've been, you know, he's just dominated us for so many years in a national uniform in the NL East that it's true. Uh, there's to be relieved to have him on our side. Now they're not going to have to face him anymore, which is great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even think about that whole divisional aspect. Uh, yeah. They made some big moves, but I think the, the main, uh, the main, the obvious story here is the Rangers who, Spent over half a billion dollars, which is not an exaggeration. They signed. Can I, can I, can I cut something in real quick? Please do. I, I, we can't end on Mets talk with all happy notes. We, that's, no. not, that's not allowed. <laughs> that's okay. not allowed. Okay. Uh, Unbelievable uh, bite, base running by Eric Hosmer. But no, I wasn't going that far. Oh, <laughs> uh, Thor. Do you think, do you think mm. Thor leaving led to an even – I guess even blanker check thrown at Max Scherzer uh, thrown his way. Cause I was not expecting Syndergaard to leave. Yeah. Neither. I don't think anybody was, I think part, partly what kind of um, caused him to go. I mean, the extra couple million bucks um, certainly didn't hurt. I mean, he's a guy who there's obviously a ton of upside there, but you know, he hasn't pitched in, in two years. I mean, he threw two innings at the end of the year. So it's still, I mean, $21 million might be a lot of money for, for a guy who you, Hope is going to kind of return to where he was, but it's not a, a guarantee. Um, but I think what happened was, is, you know, that the period when he signed, when he decided to sign with the angels, the Mets didn't have a GM. And I think the reports that came out is he didn't know who to contact basically. 
after he got the offer from the Angels, it wasn't like, like, oh, let me just, you know, give the GM a call or say, hey, go talk to the GM and, and get them to match this. It kind of was in, in limbo there. And so that kind of, that kind of pushed him out, I guess, a little bit too. So that one, that one definitely was, uh, that one hurt because, you know, Syndergaard was a guy that, that they traded for um, quite a few years back, but, you know, he came up with the Mets and was just a, a fan favorite and really, really pitched well. I mean, he started the last playoff game for the Mets in 2016 um, that long ago. So, yeah. The Angels also signed, um, I'm trying to find his name, the other two-way player. What's his name? Michael Lorenzen. Yeah, 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 yeah. So they now have both two-way players on their team, which is pretty badass. Yeah. Um, yeah, Guard, that, that might be my most underrated uh, signing of the offseason so far, Guard to the Angels. because Well, there's just so many question marks around his health and yeah. consistency at this point. So it could be off. You know, yeah. old, old Artie down there in uh, Los Angeles of Anaheim. Bit him in the ass before. Yeah. I mean, they, they need pitching, though. And they're, unless I think they should have probably gone after like Robbie Ray or like an actual, a more, uh, a more solidified guy. But I mean, if Cindergard is even, I don't know, 80% of the pitcher he used to be, yeah. Be the best pitcher they have since, have had since Jared Weaver. And there's still some there's still some guys out there. I mean, oh, all the, a lot of a lot of the big name splash pitchers are gone, sure. But Stroman's still out there, even though I hope I'm, I'm what I'm reading is true. What the Cardinals uh, is true there. Um, they already got, got Stephen Brad, Brad Hand. Familia, they already got Stephen Mads Martinez, whatever Steve, with him. Steve Cohen was up like Drake in Marvin's room about oh, Stephen Matz tweeting I, um, at one a.m. Joe Kelly. So I think I had I had gone to bed the night before, like kind of understanding that he was going to make his decision. Matt's was going to make his decision. I think that following day, mm-hmm. and like I think the first thing I saw when I woke up after, like I checked my phone, was a uh, was a text from Josh saying, "Ah, so tell me about this Matt's guy." I was like, "Oh, good. He he went to the Cardinals." And then I opened up Twitter, and of course, there's the tweet from Steve Cohen, and I just like I think I put my hand my head in my hands. I was just like, "Oh man, here we go." But it turned out to be a good thing because now he just wants to sign everybody. So. Yeah, he's he's going. He's out for blood now. Um, all right, have we have we made fun of the Mets enough now for your liking, Josh? Never, but we can, we can move on. <laughs> uh, R. A. Dickey. Anybody? Any? We want you want to chip in? Any thoughts on R. A. Dickey, Josh? I don't think I've ever had a single thought about R. A. Dickey. So. <laughs> I am winner. R. R. A. Dickey. I've had several <laughs> thoughts about R. A. Dickey. He's there. <laughs> never um, done. Never done anything to me personally, though. So just fair. He's around yeah, for now. Yeah, that's true. Um, like I, I, think I alluded- seen kind of a quick tangent on that. Um, so they traded R.I. Dickey to get Cindergard and, and Darno. Mm-hmm. And I was reading something that like that, like with Cindergard, I think signing with the Angels, it ended like this long string of um, trades that the Mets had made, like of guys that they had gotten and then they traded for these different pieces to end up getting like Syndergaard and those guys. And with him signing, it was the last person to kind of leave. So there's no longer this this like long line of trades that you can draw lines from, I think dating back to like the early 2000s. Wow. It's another, another disappointment in, in Syndergaard leaving. Hmm. Those are always fun, the the trade, the like the domino effects or whatever. Yeah. Those are always the best. Yeah, because like because when you're like, oh, traded for a pick down the line or, you know, a couple random prospects, but then you're like, 
Yeah, no, those turn into things too. They don't right. just disappear outside of the, the main piece of a trade or whatever. Uh, although it did just come back to my head. One more thing, uh, one more dunk on the Mets real quick. Uh, Wander Franco signing mega contract will be under contract through 2034, I believe. Uh, Bobby Vanilla will still be getting paid through this Wander Franco contract. Yeah. Speaking uh, of deferred payments, I mean, Scherzer's going to make, I think I, I think I text Josh this, like, he is starting, he's going to set next year to get deferred payments from the Nationals, making like $65 million a year. He might be making Josh, more than Steve Cohen next year. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, I have the good line. Uh, um, eat the rich now includes Max Scherzer, I guess. I guess it does. I mean, hey, the Mets are the team of big business. <laughs> Corporate write-offs, the 1%. Um, the Rangers, um, Corey Seager, Marcus Simeon, and John Gray are the Rangers. Hell of a trio, might oh, be big deals. Three of our uh, two of our at least the top like four ish free agents. Gray would might make three of top 10. Um, I like John Gray, he's underrated. Uh, Seager, I think, was the big splash though. Seager and Simeon, uh, what were you guys' thoughts today when you saw? Corey Seager, 10 years, what was it, 325? Yeah. I couldn't believe it. Gosh. I wouldn't it's, it's guess seemed, that. Yeah, I mean, it seems like Lindor set the market last uh, last winter. I mean, that's probably – isn't that what they're expecting, you know, Correa to get to? And the, happiest, the, the happiest uh, person from that story was not Corey Seager. It was Carlos Correa. Absolutely. Because now he's going to get a billion dollars. Yeah. God. Can I, uh, I saw I saw this tweet from uh, Jeff Passan. Uh, uh, the top ten money committed to free agents so far. Uh, I'm gonna go bottom to top. Uh, the Giants at 36 million. The Cardinals at 44 million, but only with one player. Uh, the Angels 45 million. Miami 53. Houston 67. Detroit 77. Seattle 115. They're spending money out there. That's not usually a thing they do. Uh, Toronto 121. The Mets two hundred and fifty-four million, and then you have the Texas Rangers at five hundred and sixty-one point two million. <laughs> Jesus Christ! I don't know why they're just deciding that they have to win next year and right away. But that's what, you, that's what the entire uh, AL West is doing. You know, with the exception of the uh, the Athletics, they're all just saying we need to let's just go sign all the free agents. <laughs> the Athletics here. are doing the exact opposite. Uh, another Jeff Passon tweet on the same note: estimated current opening day payrolls from the bottom. Orioles thirty-seven million, Pirates forty million, Max Scherzer forty-three million. Which honestly, as far as we know, deferred payments is going to be more. Yeah. Uh, and then the Cleveland Guardians, which I think is the first time I have referred to them as that, forty-six, and then the Mariners at fifty-seven. Although the Mariners can be making some more splashes. So yeah. Well, and you got Depardieu up there too, so they could always come out with some wild trade in the next, you know, two hours, and you're just going to trade Jared Kelnick for Whitten Airfield or something. Please. Um, Trade him back to the Mets. We'll give you we'll give you Cano and uh, and Diaz back. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I have have on the list here, the Mariners signed Robbie Ray. Pretty pretty good signing. I like Robbie Ray a lot. Um, I signed him on my franchise on MLB The Show. Uh, I got a better deal than the Mariners did. Um, Mariner, yeah, like you say, the AO West, it's going to be a hell of a division next year. You got the Rangers loaded up, you got the Mariners, you got the Angels, who you never know. Well, they've got but, two of the best players in baseball on that team. I mean, Trout and Otani, the only sport in the world. 
where you can have two of the art, maybe that just the two best players alive and still suck. Yeah. I'm imagining like Giannis and LeBron or Giannis and Durant or whatever on the same team. And they're like fighting for the eighth seed. Yeah. They're on the Kings. Uh, I, I, uh, I did want to comment real quick on the Rangers uh, situation. Uh, I, I think while they're throwing around all this money is great for them. Uh, having your ace be John Gray currently, I think they really kind of messed that part up of this free agent signing. They're <laughs> not done. I think they're going to get Kershaw. That'd be wild, but he's old. so Yeah, but I mean, for one year. That's true. Because uh, after the... Uh, uh, I'm blanking on his name. Why am I blanking on his name? Seager signing uh, Rangers. Uh, I, I I dipped my toes into Rangers Twitter, and uh, the first the initial reaction I saw I really liked was there's a drive deep deep to left field and gone. Seager, Simeon back to back in the third inning. Rangers now trail thirteen to two. Right. <laughs> so it's kind of like the they're kind of in like that angel situation of yours. Just like it doesn't matter. You still just can't pitch. <laughs> They'll figure it out. I mean, they got a couple of decent young Angels haven't. What? The Angels haven't. Okay, well, the Angels are – When have the Angels ever shown to be a competent franchise in our lifetime? When they won a World Series. Okay. <laughs> but more recently, <laughs> in, in our adult lifetime. <laughs> Not when we were, you know, fresh out the freaking crib. You forgot they won that, didn't you? Kind of. <laughs> Probably because I was, I didn't even know what the, I didn't know what, I didn't know what Anaheim was back then. Oh, they certainly don't to this day. <laughs> oh, um, looking at these other signings here. Kevin Gossman to the Blue Jays. Thoughts? Kind of, kind of a trade with Robbie Ray for Kevin Gossman. Good. I like it. Um, I'm still sick for Toronto that they didn't make the play, uh, playoffs this season. <laughs> I think they could have won the World Series. Yeah. 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 They yeah, argue the, the, the Braves get in when the World Series, but the Blue Jays not even good enough for the playoffs. It's just sickening. Braves won the World Series without Acuna. Um, Byron Buxton is running it back in Minnesota for some reason for not that much money. Yeah, that's what was it? Was it seven seven for a hundred? Um, yeah, but there there yeah. were a ton of incentives. But yeah, it, it, the incentives were crazy. Where it's like they broke it down out to like. I think seven MVPs, what his payment would be per MVP. I'm like, who in the right mind added that into this? Well, contract? no, I think I think if he's anywhere between first and tenth, if he finishes anywhere between first and tenth. Oh, because oh, an MVP okay. ballot so goes all the way down to ten. You just have to win. Okay, the, the tweet I read was very poorly worded. Because <laughs> oh, I saw someone saying that like the media have a lot of power here to cost the twins like three million dollars a season. Just by putting everybody agrees to put Buxton at tenth on your ballot. Well, Buxton doesn't even like. Yeah, Buxton doesn't even play. So he was he well, was the best player in baseball for. Like, I love him, but he's made, he he's like. made of glass. I guess that's why he got such a cheap deal. But I don't know, man. I wanted him to escape that hellhole, but here we are. <laughs> Maybe he could have gotten more per year, but less years, and he wanted the security. I guess. Yeah. I don't know, Cardinals. Josh got Steven Matz. It's true. And we said that's all for us. Good enough. <laughs> that's all, folks. Um, <laughs> like, what else we, are they what else are they in the market for? 
it's just pitching. I mean, every, everybody big in the outfield's returning. Uh, really, the only pieces we lost where we didn't pick up the options of Matt Carpenter and Carlos Martinez, which those were horrible deals anyway. Um, so like that, we didn't really lose anything. Every every big piece is coming back. Like every starter is coming back. New bar um, coming back. Of course, of course. Well, that's what's most important. He's still, he's still, he's still under. Uh, he still hasn't even via, broken through rookie status even. Yeah. So he'll be he'll be a rookie for another three seasons. So uh, he's, he's in the middle of a stealing everybody's power down the years in a fall league. Yes, he is. He was he's, him and Juan Yepes have been going absolutely nutty in the fall league. <laughs> oh, he's awesome! I want to go to that someday. Absolutely. Um, the Rays signed Corey Kluber. So Corey Kluber, congratulations on winning the 2022 American League Cy Young. Um, the Rays are going to tell you to raise your elbow by a quarter of an inch and it'll make you the best pitcher alive. Um, I thought that was kind of fascinating that they, that they got him because that seems like a very not Rays person to get. Yeah. I mean, they don't really go after the big, the big names. I mean, I think the biggest, biggest one was, was Cruz at the deadline, right? Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, he's a he's a DH. I mean, he's been a DH for you know, the last five years of his career. So, I think that one makes you know more sense than. But am I wrong here? Or did did Kluber have? A, I guess he had a pretty solid year last year. I think he was hurt. I think he was hurt a lot. Um, so he didn't have as he, many innings pitched and, and starts. But he threw, he threw one no inning. So he did. He threw one inning in 2020. Yeah, and he got hurt. I remember that. And. The year before, he was kind of bad, too. I didn't realize he had such a bounce-back year for the Yankees this year. I guess that makes sense. And I, I was mean, kind of – You'd never believe if you listen to Yankees fans, so. Oh, True. That's, that's one, of the, uh, one of the nice things about, you know, the Mets just shelling out tons and tons of money is the Yankees just – I think they've signed – I think they signed Jose Peraza. That's been their uh, big deal the offseason so far. So, it's, it's great seeing the, the, uh, the scripts reversed here. <laughs> I just got a Twitter notification, but it wasn't. I was making sure that it wasn't another signing, but it wasn't. Um, Mets have traded Max Scherzer. (laughs) (laughs) Mets have traded Jacob DeGrom to the Padres for Eric Hosmer. Oh. I don't know if I'd go cover. Oh, God. Um, With with me as as your friend having your number? Absolutely not. You would not remember. (laughs) (laughs) I still remember um, freshman year, we were watching the World Series in the lobby. And dear listener, if you, are, if you don't know us, which you might, you might not, who knows? Um, I guess those are the two options. Uh, we all lived on the same floor freshman year. And poor David Peterson, in his freshman year of college, his beloved Mets defied the odds and made it to the World Series against the Kansas City Royals, who and he attended the University of Kansas, then, which everybody else on this floor, arguably more or less, um, anybody that mattered at least, was a Royals fan. Right, Josh? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so there were approximately 20-ish of us watching every game in the lobby, cheering the Royals on with all the passion in the world. And then just a few steps down the hallway, David. With Peterson. all the passion of a fan base that had existed for all. Of and then down years. the hallway, David Peterson sat and watched the Mets in his room. And I remember, obviously, you know, we gave him a little bit of a hard time whenever we saw him, but we tried not to, you know, rub it in too much. But I remember, I think it was when Alcides Escobar hit the inside the Parker to start the World Series. Someone who shall remain nameless um, said, hey, let's go fuck with Peterson. And started to run down the hallway 
And I said, no, we're going to, we're going to get swept if you do that. And I got him to come back. Should have done it. All right. So we got a few free agents left here. Uh, I'm going to breeze through them real quick. If you guys, let's just maybe shout out kind of where we think they're going, what, what we think their deal is. Carlos Correa, I think is destined to go to the Yankees. Unfortunately, I think they're probably the only team that can pay. Maybe the Astros could pay him for mil. Probably not. And I think the Yankees need a shortstop. They need to make a splash. I mean, they let Springer walk. So, I mean, I think they have some greater vision. Uh, Something the camera in the outfit will tell them to do and they'll figure it out. Right. Uh, Chris Bryant. Giants. Giants, I could see. I I wrote down Mets. You said and Mets? I've seen a lot of things looking for the Mets. Granted, this was before they gave Max Scherzer half yeah. a million dollars. I think, uh, I think at this point, if they're going to bring back any um, – if they're going to get any position player, it'll probably be Baez. Yeah. Um, although I'd love Chris Bryant, but I think I think he might go to the uh, the Mariners. Mariners are That'd in the mix. Fun. That'd be fun. That would be a lot of fun. Um, Mariners are a fun team in general. I wanted them to make the playoffs last year. Ever uh, since, uh, ever since they um, Seeker Base put out the uh, the Mariners documentary, it's been they my been number two team. They're <laughs> sort of America's team. Yep. Ever since that documentary came out, um, Freddie Freeman, I have, I think he's sticking with the Braves. I, I can't see him. I can't see him leaving. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he'll probably take a little club suite deal. Right. Um, he's been there forever, and he's he, he's accomplished everything with them. I, I, it wouldn't feel right for him to yeah. leave. He's just gonna ride it out. Uh, Trevor Story. I don't know because I thought he was destined to go to Texas. Yeah, I don't know, but they got Seager. I wrote down I wrote down Tigers next to him just because I know they're in the mix for a shortstop. I wouldn't hate it. Uh, There's still a subset of people on on the Cardinals who want us to get him for the Arenado friendship bring back. I've kind of fallen out of love with it as the as uh, the, the back half of the season kept going on. He's sort of declining. Sort of perspective. I think I think his home and road splits are um, extreme. You you he he's the type of guy you would have to win a title early, because yeah. by the end of that contract you'd be like, God, we're paying Story how much this year? Mm-hmm. Um, Baez, Mets obviously. Mariners are in the mix. Tigers are looking at him. Yeah, uh, we touched on him. Stroman, we touched on. I think he'll stay with the Mets. Is that realistic, Peterson? Um, honestly, at this point, I don't think so. I think um, I'd love him back. Uh, is is their rotation set in stone? Do they have do they have five starters? Um, I mean, outside of outside of Degrom and uh, and and Scherzer, they've got arms. Um, but I think basically, I think after those two guys, it's um, it's Taiwan Walker who had a really good you know first half of the year, but then he he kind of faltered um, in the second half. So you, you're not sure kind of exactly what you might get from him for the entirety of 2022. Uh, then they've got Tyler McGill. Um, which he showed a lot of promise, which is not a guy they they expected to have up in 2021. But when he came up and, and threw, he did a really good job. So I think he profiles now more as a number four than a three. Um, of course, you've got a uh, you've got myself uh, from you know the only lefty starter in there. I was going to say, uh, is, is David Peterson going to get a spot? Hey. As, as long as as long as uh, as long as he's healthy, I think I think they've got to have a lefty. Uh, if they don't go pick somebody up, they're going to have to have somebody in there who's uh, left-handed, and they've got some other. Um, depth arms like Jordan Yamamoto they signed last year to a two-year deal he's a guy who kind of bounced up and down 
um, they can just offer, you know, if you need somebody to come in and, and eat some innings, he could probably do that. So I think they definitely need another starter, but from what I, I don't know if, if you guys have been following it at all, but Stroman kind of came out last week, basically saying that kind of bashed him, didn't they? Yeah. He basically said the, the Mets front office values um, a couple of the other guys over him more uh, according to a source. Um, and he basically responded immediately to that saying the source is me. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> um, I like Marcus Stroman. I think he's a really good pitcher. I'd love to have him back, but at this point I just, I just, I just don't see it. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Nick Castellanos, friend of the pod, and for always, forever in spirit. No, not a friend of the pod? No. Why not? Nobody. I like Nick Castellanos, but nobody who plays in the Reds is a friend of the pod. <laughs> well, he's, he's we're in the perfect segment because I don't think he's going to play on the Reds much longer. I hope so, I, I hope so not either. <laughs> I, I, I want to like him too much for him to be on the Reds. The Reds are my second favorite team. They're my dad's they were, I guess, my dad's favorite team growing up. He kind of became a Royals fan when I became a kid just because he lives in Kansas City. But I kind of like the Reds. But more importantly, Nick Castellanos, I saw his link to the Phillies, which is weird because how do the Phillies keep making – how do the Phillies have this much money to where they can pay Harper and Castellanos and JT Real Mudo, whose name I was forgetting for a second. Yeah, and the Phillies are interesting. That seems like a stretch to me. I don't know. I'd, I'd like to see him go back to. I'd like to see Castellanos go back to the Tigers. Castellanos is going to get a long-term, multi-million-dollar extension. Something horrible is going to happen when he signs that massive contract in the world. Some country is getting nuked. There's going to be an earthquake or something. I don't know what, but hold on for dear life, man. Yeah, he'll break uh, the like the homer record. 74, 75. I could see it. Uh, Kershaw is my next on my list. We touched on him. I think he's going to Texas. I, I, I don't think he's going anywhere long term. So, uh, But Texas is spending all this money. They're going for a title. He's from Dallas. Um, they need a starter. Seeger's there. I don't know if they're friends. Uh, I, think he, I think he stays with L.A. I mean, after yeah. losing Scherzer and, and Seeger, they got it. His high school buddies, Matt Stafford lives there, you know. True. Matt Stafford to the Cowboys, Clayton Kershaw to the Rangers. There you go. Um, Kyle Schwarber, I think I have him staying with the Red Sox. He, I would love him to stay at Boston. I thought that was a great fit. They like him a lot. I'm pretty sure he played pretty well. Um, Rizzo, I saw something. Some I was reading because I, before this, I was reading free agent predictions articles uh, about him going back to the Cubs. I could see it. Yeah. They need. I don't. Um, they need they they suck. Yeah, I don't really have anybody. I think Rizzo might. This could, this could sound really stupid. I think Rizzo might hold out to see if the DH is universal or not. I'm. It almost certainly will be. Shouldn't be, but uh, I think he's gonna, right I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna hold out and uh, maybe wait for that. Because um, I think he would thrive. I don't. I, I think he would thrive much longer in in this back half of his career as just a hitter and the Yankees would be the perfect destination for him because their outfield is non-existent. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, I but, wonder, yeah. I wonder how these offers are going with guys like him or guys like Jorge Soler. Um, because you got to think when they're negotiating the teams, like a team is not going to look at Jorge. So a national league team is not going to make Jorge Soler an offer assuming 
like unless they assume that they that he can play the DH. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He sucks on defense. Or like Nelson Cruz. Like, do you think like a single because like I think if any National League teams are like legitimately offering Nelson Cruz a contract, then like he has then there has to be the universal DH. Yeah. Which which from what I've seen is gonna happen anyway. But um Kinley Jansen, Josh wanted to talk about. I, 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 I thought he had a really solid year, so I thought you know he could. I don't think he's leaving. Pull, he could pull in some some good uh, some good quiche. So we yeah. can see. Relievers are so weird. Rizel Iglesias is also a free agent. Mm-hmm. I don't know because relievers can go anywhere because like yep. Hector Neris just signed with the Astros, and he's only okay. I don't know. The reliever market is just weird. Mm-hmm. We had Aaron Loop, um, another signing of the Angels uh, that they took from the Mets. Basically, I think he got like two years for like seventeen million or something, something crazy. I mean, he had, he had a fantastic year. I mean, I think his sub sub one ERA was just lights out from the left side. Um, but you know, people have always pointed out like relievers. You know, you can have one great year and then the next it's just you come back to earth and it's just yeah. So a half of a season too. I mean, look at uh, look at Big John Lester doing absolutely nothing in the Nationals uniform, then all of a sudden he, like, doubled his amount of wins in, in a Cardinals. Okay, okay. But that, in but, home runs. Yeah. Yes. You got the, you got the devil's, devil magic working there. Okay, not every team has that. I think it's just for playing in baseball heaven, truly. Uh, oh, this Jordan, has been the Long Relief Podcast. They say, <laughs> Jordan, they say that at the beginning of every Cardinals game. They say, oh, welcome to baseball David, heaven, you know, whatever. David Peterson, uh, I wish congratulations I, on the job as my new co-host. Hold on. Oh, thank you, Jordan. I wish you could have seen the look Peterson gave you when they said baseball heaven. <laughs> he just gave me the dirtiest look. I'm like, I don't make the marketing material. It's just right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. It's factually correct, but I, like, should we not say it if it's right? I don't know. <laughs> what? Why though? Why even Bush Stadium? Why is Bush Stadium heaven? Oh, <laughs> is he like Wrigley? Like, are we, are, yeah, Wrigley's a. But they're like historic name. venues. That's like, yeah, if, like have, anything historic about Wrigley Field, they have gutted and destroyed. They there's nothing significant about that building anymore. But, but like, when was Bush Stadium built? This is the third, isn't this the third bush? This is the third bush. That's like the Arizona Cardinals calling their stadium <laughs> football heaven. <laughs> Don't you disrespect the University of Phoenix like that? <laughs> oh, well, I, that's what. Well, same thing with the best fans in baseball teams. What are they supposed to say? The worst fans in baseball? Like the, <laughs> every every franchise says that. The ninth, the ninth best fans in baseball. <laughs> right here. Like how uh, the how the wheel on campus has the big sign. This is like voted number two best bar in America. <laughs> oh, it's like, just lie. I'm not going to verify. <laughs> right. Um, speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, uh, Cliff Kingsbury is linked to the uh, Notre Dame job. Um, no, that was the stupidest thing ever. Oklahoma job. Oklahoma job. Is that what it was? He did not. He uh, did not release any comments. Failed, failed to comment on the Oklahoma job. So did I. I mean, he's got, they they were, you know, one of the only undefeated teams left in in the NFL. He's not leaving. No. He's using, he's using his leverage for his contract negotiation in Arizona. Absolutely. That's it. (laughs) They're going to give him, they're going to back up the Brinks truck. And um, so, yeah, Lincoln Riley is the next head football coach at the University of Southern California. Um, thoughts? 
they I mean, they got a lot of recruits from uh, at OU that are from Southern California. So if he's able to poach him because he brought a bunch of his staff over too, uh, I'm really excited for future Jayhawk Caleb Williams. Um, <laughs> he can learn a lot sitting behind Jalen Daniels for a couple of years. Say so, yeah, Daniels needs backup. Needs somebody to record. Yeah. Because Bean, yeah, Bean's gone soon. You know, Bean, we're going to convert into a receiver. If he wants to, oh, <laughs> uh, not a, I don't know. Oh, yeah, if he wants to, but like they've been working him in with like run on run packages and stuff. Yeah, not really last game though. Well, no, that was more. That was a much more winnable game though. Both games are TCU was very winnable. I meant about? going into it yeah. with like the uh, the like the packages they planned to install and stuff. Um, we can't keep talking about KU football for thirty minutes every episode. <laughs> <laughs> um. But we've established that this is the perfect podcast for all the uh, Kansas Jayhawk, Toronto Raptor basketball fans out there. Jesus Christ. <laughs> there are oh, dozens of us. Them. There are dozens of us. <laughs> um, I think the funniest part about Lincoln Riley leaving Oklahoma is that he left Oklahoma. Yeah. And the like, this has been a disastrous season for both uh, SEC defectors. Texas uh, going R. on Bozo. <laughs> Pack watch. <laughs> Pack watch. Uh, <laughs> on that SEC pack tonight. Yeah, Texas losing to the only SEC team they faced, losing six games in a row, losing to the Kansas Football Jayhawks, uh, almost finishing last in the Big Twelve, uh, blowing multiple ten-plus point leads, and then Oklahoma no longer has a coach. They're probably not going to have that stellar 2023 recruiting class that they were building anymore. And now it's just they've already lost luck. several. Yeah, they've already lost several of their recruits. Yeah, it's like good luck. Enjoy the SEC. Alabama will certainly go easy on you. <laughs> at first, um, I didn't really, at first I didn't really get it, but then when someone broke it down, that they're not going to change. Like everybody's always like when like the the realignment was happening, people were like, "Oh, the SEC is just going to become its own league." That's not going to happen. And so he could st- he can go to USC and still compete for championships and not have to play Georgia, Alabama, A&M, Florida, et cetera, 5,000 times. Yeah. And he gets to live in California, not Oklahoma. Big plus. I'd coach at San Jose State before I coached at Oklahoma. Is that where you started your, uh, like, NCAA 14 dynasty? I had one there once. <clears throat> My big one was NC State, though, the Wolfpack. I got crazy excited. I went to one of those uh, kind of vintage video game stores today, and they had NCAA 13 a couple of times. a good game. Up. Yeah, but I wasn't willing to pay $30 for it when it doesn't even have online anymore and all yeah. that. And you can get it cheaper online probably from some guy. But I've given up hope on getting a copy of NCAA 14. They're like 150 bucks still on eBay, and I'm just going to have to go to like a garage sale and have some parents throwing away out stuff that they don't know what they have. They have, yeah. 13 was the game I played the most. And it's, it's a pretty fun game. I mean, I've still got 07, so that one's always fun. I don't know this because I really only ever played 14, like the like the Road to Glory and the uh, Dynasty mode. Does 14 have the Heisman moments mode? I don't believe so. Because 13 has RG3 and Barry Sanders on the cover, and so you can go mm-hmm. back and play all the Heisman moments of, like, I mean, like 2K and other games have done this where it's like, oh, you have to, you're going and you're going to play as Carter Stanley when you beat Texas or something like that. And, you know, and you have to go, or, oh, you're going to go and you're going to play as Josh Ashman when he rushed for seven touchdowns against Texas A&M or something like that. I don't like to brag. <laughs> um, 
Um, Brian Kelly is going to LSU. Oh, man. Kind of funny. Won't work. Kind of funny. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. No. Mm-hmm. It's like Bill Especially Belichick going to coach like the fucking monster, like the, 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 the I don't know, the something mm-hmm. funny. It, it's just Our not a Carleton State. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, it was like, a, what was it, a week ago he said, like, oh, and the fairy godmother would have to come with $250 million for me to go to LSU. It's like, well. <laughs> I guess she came, yeah. Um, and how there's a big, wide, Urban Meyer-sized toll at Notre Dame. <laughs> Is it going to happen? No, no. Man, Let's manifest it. Because he said there was something that said that, like, it's a dream job, and it was, like, one of the few schools he said he would ever leave, like, Florida for. This was years ago. Hmm. I don't know, man. If you had asked me this question right after the bar incident, I'd say yes. (laughs) But I don't know. That'd be pretty bold of him to jump ship after one season. (laughs) I guess they're a pretty uh, pretty steadfast Christian – institution as well i'm not sure if they would hire a center like urban meyer it's true um florida you can't, you can't recruit aaron hernandez to notre dame i'll tell you that much right you now recruit tim tebow though and riley cooper <laughs> i don't think notre dame has any qualms with riley cooper <laughs> just guessing um anyway billy napier to Florida from Louisiana Lafayette, go Raging Cajun. Those are pretty – he was like the hot, trendy, not big-name coach. Florida hired him, which I was a little surprised by that. They kind of pulled the trigger pretty quick on him. Um, I'm surprised uh, Monken hasn't gotten any looks yeah. yet. He'll go somewhere. Hopefully. As much as I love Leipold and think he's the guy, I was pro-Monken at the time. I, I, I was all on return to Monkey. Yep. The triple option, that's all That's all we're doing. But then right. he said, we're not running triple option. I said, well, I don't want you then. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like he showed up to the interview and they're like, so there's triple option. He's like, wait, what? And they're like, mm, the thing, the thing you're famous for? Oh, I don't want to do that. I think we've heard enough. Um, <laughs> college I just came to check out local restaurant Dairy Queen. What are you talking <laughs> about? <laughs> no, Jeff Long didn't hire Leipold. I know. <laughs> It was it was uh the goat Goff Travis Goat Travis Goff Travis Goff Goat help me out here no I I, <laughs> I I never had I never had to come up with those when Jared Goff was my quarterback so I only know goof <laughs> yeah Josh you've put in a lot of trust in your life and people with the last name Goff too much I would say <laughs> um, college football we'll wrap it up here at the playoff what would you who would you guys put in your top four. Okay, I've got Georgia. Okay, uh, Michigan. I think, Michigan. I think Michigan's number two. Cincinnati, Alabama. I agree. Are we all in agreement? Yeah. I don't want Alabama at the four, but I can't come up with the reason to not. And uh, if Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC title game, it sets the committee up to be like. Alabama and Georgia still make it. Don't worry. <laughs> I think if Alabama beats Georgia, they're in. But if they lose, are they out? Yeah. If they oh. lose, if they lose, lose. Yes. If they lose, like let's say, like walk off field goal, the committee will keep them in because they they gotta have two SEC teams. We you don't think that the committee would put let's, let's say like Oklahoma State beats Baylor? Like you don't think they'd they'd let I'd them love it. jump them? 
I would love it. Um, Oklahoma State's ranked what eighth right now, or yeah. either of those two. Seven. I mean, they, maybe they have Baylor jump jump them if, if Baylor beats Oklahoma State, but uh, I don't think Baylor. Seven. I don't think Baylor gets a nod if they beat Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State might get the nod if they beat Baylor. Uh, Baylor has two losses. Exactly. Okay. Okie yeah. State has one. Who did they lose to? It was early in the year, so that doesn't really have much weight. Even. God, it's loading. I hope they didn't lose to Missouri State. They didn't. They narrowly beat Missouri State. They lost to Iowa State. Who? Yeah, they're not mm-hmm. bad. They're they're not. They're certainly not like good. But and they lost, they, uh, they only what, lost they, what they were projected going into the season uh, comparatively. But that's not a horrible loss. And but when was it? October twenty third. Exactly. An October loss doesn't really have much weight at this point. At Iowa State, they lost by a field goal. Yep. So they were, not already, even, they were already mentally looking ahead to Kansas the next week. Exactly. Not even a bad loss at all. Um, so I, w- I would love to, I, I love uh, the only team in the big 12 that decided to have a defense in the history of the big 12. So that's really interesting from Mike Gundy. Um, and I guess I got to see that. I got to see that mullet on new year's day, man. Uh, Notre Dame was at six last week. How funny would it be if Notre Dame made the playoff? It wouldn't be because it's never – I don't – there's perennial frauds, Notre Dame. They're not even – because they don't even play next week, do they? No. No. Conference championship week, or do they have some other – No, they don't play. Are you sure they don't play? Who, like, who could they I'm schedule gonna, that one? Yeah. Another independent, maybe. <laughs> the independent. <laughs> Them and Tarleton State. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, uh, Gonzaga did not cover against Tarleton State, by the way. So, rip Assange parlay. What was the final score? 64 55. Jesus Christ. Man. Gonzaga on the ropes. Yeah. Shockingly, they're frauds. <laughs> Who would have known? Although they did beat UCLA. And oh, what's that? UCLA also major frauds. They played Duke close. Not, not untalented, but they're not the best. Not team everybody is a fraud. UCLA was absolutely frauds coming into the season. Kansas, Kansas is frauds. They lost to Dayton. Okay. That's whatever on a back-to-back. <laughs> Gonzaga wasn't. No. Okay, but they, okay, well, they weren't on a back-to-back, but they were playing in a tournament. Okay, but it was, that doesn't mean anything. They played it, within 48 hours, uh, less than 48 hours of each other. That's usually yeah. how it goes. I guess. Usually I, you play, no, like, usually no, you play on I want to stop this. Monday. I want to stop this right here because I do not want to be branded as a Gonzaga defender. They are frauds. <laughs> but yeah, I think if I think if Bama loses, Oklahoma State's in. Um, I guess unless Oklahoma State loses, in which case Bama's probably still in. Because um, I don't think Notre Dame will make it, especially because it's like not like the BCS, like computers or whatever. Back in the day, it's people making a decision. I think there's not a chance in hell they put Brian Kelly on that stage. Yeah, he left. Because I think a lot of Notre Dame fans would be kind of pissed off in general. Telling his players by text. Oof. I mean, they already knew. Oof. They already knew. And he said, Oof. like, I'm, he said he's going to see them tomorrow, he said. Oof. It's not great. And what was he Did he send that over a freaking blackboard or something? <laughs> it kind of looked like it. It looked like it. It was not like a text app. He's, he's, he makes all the guys download AIM, get pagers. <laughs> Man. The chaotic college football playoff season is almost over. Who do you even want to see in the national title game? Do you want to see Georgia and Alabama? 
No, I don't want to see Georgia and Alabama. Absolutely not. I want to see Georgia just because I want to see if they can finally do it. Um, I think we all can agree Georgia's easily the best team in the country. Yeah, yeah they don't always win. Um, you know what? I want to see Michigan do it. Yeah, I want to see them do it. I, I want to see how st- I want to see how stressed our buddy Zach gets. Oh, I want to see what happens. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I, I need like a like I, we need to strap a GoPro to Zach that night or something. I, I think you he'd be in town. Hours. I think he'd be in town for that game really? in Peoria. So we should uh, we should like get in the we, we should if that happens we should like get on the Discord or something. Oh, absolutely. Something to where I am in the same I, – I can hear Zach's live reaction. Our Patreon-exclusive Discord, of course. If right, <laughs> right. Uh, sign up for the Patreon. Uh, buy merch online, longrelief.com. Um, NFTs are, of course, on sale. <laughs> um, all right. Well, we're coming up on – I guess we're not coming up on an hour. We're coming up sort of on an hour. Um, uh-huh. NFL, the game tonight we discussed a little bit before we started recording. Russell Wilson, is he should he retire? Should he go play baseball? What do you guys think? Oh. Russell Wilson, hey, the Rangers need a starting pitcher. Russell Wilson. There you go. I thought he was a second baseman when he was a. Uh, I honestly there. don't know. He's got a rocket arm, so I mean, he yeah. can learn. Yeah. I just assumed. Pitch McCurball. I assumed he was a pitcher just because, yeah, because a quarterback. But I think, I, the, I, think uh, I think this experiment for Russ and Kyler, I think it's over. I think they should go back to baseball in the NFC West. Should uh, go back we'll be, to the leagues. They'll be in good. They'll be in good hands if they leave. So, right. Brandon Whedon should go back to baseball too. Um, Pat Connaughton as well. Um, a lot of you don't see Sorry, a lot of Jackson. you don't see a lot of players go from another sport to baseball. You see a lot of people leave baseball. I wonder why that is. Or you don't even see a lot of players retire from basketball to go play football. Well, I guess Tim Tebow is the only player to ever retire and go play baseball. Yeah, we see how how well that well, worked out. Well, and I guess Michael Jordan. <laughs> I was just saying, like, there's a pretty big one you're missing. Tim Tebow, famously the only guy to ever hang him up the to go play one. baseball. The only one. <laughs> Tebow really is one of one. Right. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> weird. Uh, Weird NFL picture right now, man. I have no idea. I got no clue. I have no idea who's good. I have no idea who the MVP is. This is the dumbest season I've ever seen in my life. I don't know what's happening. Who are your top three teams? No order. I have no idea. The Patriots now all of a sudden? (laughs) Apparently the Patriots. (laughs) The Packers are good. After after week one, Jameis broke them, I thought, but that didn't work. Gun Uh, to your head, you have to pick one team to bet your life on to win the Super Bowl. Who is it? It has to be the Packers. Everyone in the AFC sucks every given week. Uh, the Packers have been pretty consistent. Um, I got no clue. This season is very bizarre. I I can't tell you. I cannot remember the last time we go, we go through 12 weeks of a season and there's no clear frontrunner MVP ever since Derrick Henry got hurt. Well, we have an extra week this season to figure it out. Exactly. Jonathan Taylor with like the last couple of weeks has been like, oh yeah, yeah he's then this Maybe. week. Let me look up MVP odds. I wouldn't hate it, but you know it's a quarterback's award, so. But who? Which quarterback is set apart? Like, don't know. It was Lamar. Wow. Then, then he decided to throw four picks yesterday. <laughs> yeah. This has Tom Brady as the favorite. Yep. 
And that's what uh, that's what we all want. Tom Brady is Tom Brady MVP and Mac Jones rookie of the year. That's what America wants right there. Right now, this article, I think, which is pulling from DraftKings Sportsbook, has Brady, Allen, and Rodgers as the top three. And then Kyler, Mahomes, and Dak. Josh Allen, even though he throws, like, at least two picks a game now. But four touchdowns a game now. Four touchdowns and two picks every game. Every game. I'll take it. Why why Dak Prescott? He's he's also missed a handful of games, so. I, I like Dak. I think he's good, but. I don't think he's an MVP. Why Mahomes? I mean, I guess unless the Chiefs like he was leading the league in interceptions. <laughs> I guess like unless Mahomes like unless the Chiefs like rattle off seven more. Yeah, but this, five more wins. for for the standard that Mahomes has set for himself, there's no way in hell he wins an MVP this season. No, no, because um, the league has figured him out. All right, they have. Um, that was a bad contract. That they gave him. That was a bad shot. I don't care what anybody says. That was a bad shot. I still stand by my my theory that he's going to renegotiate this offseason since now that he owns every sports team in Kansas City. Not every team. He doesn't own the Chiefs. And three Whataburger franchises. Not enough, if you ask me. Hey, Patrick Mahomes, if you're listening to this, get in contact with me, man. Open up a Whataburger in Lawrence. It would do really well. Hey, get in contact with me. Open one right across the street from my house. I don't even like those movies. <laughs> Uh, um, you guys want to talk a little NBA here to wrap it up? Uh, Peterson, what the hell, man? The Nuggets and the Heat didn't fight tonight. Yeah, I was I told by Heat fans that they would drop the gloves like in hockey at tip off. First and go on yeah. the ball. Um, I don't know what happened. Yeah, I mean, the, the Nuggets kind of went in there and and uh, just they were up 20 points for I think most of the you know, most of the second half and, and they won only by a little bit, but. Yeah, I mean, I didn't really hear. Unfortunately, you know, I was on NBA TV, so I wasn't able to watch it. But you know, you didn't really hear any. The Jokic brothers obviously were, were at the game, um, but and nothing came from that, and it was just kind of. I don't know. Didn't hear about any fireworks. So it was kind of a honestly a little bit of a letdown. Wanted to wanted to maybe see a little bit more chipperness, but I would have liked to see a fight there. I think we need more fights in sports. That's my take. Yeah. We need more hockey style fights in which everybody know like they understand it. It's sanctioned. They make sure nobody gets too terribly hurt. Let them, you know, settle their differences, put the gloves down. After a little bit, you pick them back up and you play the game, you know? Like Isaiah Stewart and LeBron the other week. Exactly. We, we should have let them go at it a little bit. You know, let Stewart and Ben Wallace, you know. They're they, friends now. I was gonna say they let bygones be bygones, mostly because I think they're both 50-year-old men and don't want to fight him again. Well, Ben Wallace looks like he's still wanting to punch him. Well, Ben Wallace is a Hall of Famer, so I think he can put that and he can hold that over Ron Artest. Uh, he's all about, yeah. He's not even world, in the meta world piece anymore. No, he's meta. He's back to Artest, but he kept the meta. Is he? Do you think he has a chance to make the Hall of Fame? He said no or yes? No. If think- he hadn't been banned from the league for like five years, yes. But True. I guess, yeah, with that black eye. On his uh, resume, did you guys know that there's a prospect in this year's NBA draft named Nikola Jovic? <laughs> no way. That's that's that's, that's, that's worse than Mo Bamba and Flo Thamba. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I need to show this to you guys how the, how his name is spelled because Devontae he, Graham and Dante Grantham. Man, <laughs> Nikola Jovic spelled the same. <laughs> Serbian. Serbian, he's a big man. Okay, okay, here's the point. Peterson, you need to figure out a way to get the Nuggets to draft him. 
That's what I'm saying. And then they call up and be like, yeah, we'll trade you Nikola uh, for <laughs> Nikola J, who, you know, the Serbian guy, big man. <laughs> Nikola J. Yo, bitch. Uh, I mean, yeah, 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 you heard me, right? Uh. <laughs> He's good, though. He's a projected lottery pick, top 10 pick guy, because I was looking at mock drafts and I was watching college hoops this last weekend and. He's apparently going to be good, but it's just going to be very confusing. <laughs> I mean, it's, I mean, I guess there's two Will Smiths in baseball, but. Yeah, but they're not like. Yeah, but know, that's. Yeah. yeah. Very, very standard Will Smith. <laughs> it'd, be really, it'd be really funny if Jovic became almost as good as Jokic. Yeah. Well, they're like having debates over who's the best center. <laughs> yeah, nah. uh, Boogie Cousins signed with the Bucks. Anybody? Anybody thoughts on that? All-time ring chaser, Boogie Cousins. Seems like that's what he's doing at this point. Yeah. More power to him. Did he ever get one? No. No? Was he on the Lakers? Did he win with the Warriors? I think no, he didn't win with the Warriors because that was the Raptors year. Was, yeah. Did he technically get a ring with the Lakers in the bubble? Yeah. I forget. Did he trap? He didn't go to the bubble, did he? And he was? I don't know. This can't – maybe – what? Hmm. Hmm? Wait, this can't be right. Am I getting Mandela effect here, or did he just never play? No, he did play with the Lakers. In the bubble? On Wikipedia, it doesn't say he that he ever in the bubble. I do remember a play that he had. On Wikipedia, it doesn't say that he ever played for the Lakers. He he very much so did. But did he hmm. well the thing is, did he ever appear in a game? Yeah. Right? I'm gonna Google. DeMarcus Cousins. He tore his ACL and never played a game for the Lakers. And, okay, no, here it is, here it is, here it is. Uh, he tore his ACL in an off-season pickup game. I didn't realize that. Um, they waived him on February 23rd, 2020, so shortly before the bubble. Oh. They signed Markeith Morris. They won the title, and Boogie Cousins' name is engraved on their championship rings. He's a, he's a champion. He's but he was He was in the – Bubble. No, he wasn't in the bubble because he signed with the Rockets, but that was after the that season had ended. Yeah, because he was still had a torn ACL. I would not consider myself a champion if I were Boogie Cousins. Terrence Gore is a three-time MLB champion. It's true. Robert Ory is a seven-time NBA champion. Yeah. Okay, but he actually contributed. Yeah, yeah, big shot, Bob. Come on. I'm pretty yeah. sure Terrence. Pretty sure Terrence Gore has more World Series rings than he does like hits in the last five years or something. Terrence Gore has three while Mike Trout has none. <laughs> you, you tell me, people. <laughs> John Who's Jay has three rings, doesn't he? Who? <laughs> John Jay. Maybe. Or we're, or we're forgetting all time. John Jay, the, 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 the former, the founding father, Josh? Yeah. Uh, we're forgetting the all-time ring getter and the Warriors and the Raptors. Oh, Patrick McCaw. Yeah. Yeah. Three I years, sign- three rings. <laughs> I want to hire Patrick McCaw to do things with me, to just do like business things with me, because I feel like I'll have some success. I'm going to hire Patrick McCaw to tell me what stocks to invest in. <laughs> um, other thing, The only other thing I had written down here was John Wall wants to come back, and I think that might be my favorite story in sports right now. A John All time. Wall. John Wall is getting the first. The first viral uh, dance ever, the John Wall. I'm not sure if I'd go that far. No, 
Um, <laughs> I like the enthusiasm behind it, but where did you guys, where, where were you guys? We're all the same age. So I guess that's not the right way to phrase it. What were, what were your guys' lasting impressions of the John Wall song and the John Wall dance? You guys, it was, a banger. it was a banger, dumb banger. Yeah, that song. My, if like they did like a Spotify rap for like my whole life, that song is probably in my top 100 of all time. <laughs> I listen to that shit all the time, like before basketball practice and stuff as a kid. Before practice, yeah, like, on, like in the <laughs> car, like like the game. <laughs> no, I don't know, and games too, but both. Or like on the bus with my friends. We should come up with a top three uh, middle school pre-game basketball hype-up songs. Till I uh, Collapse by Eminem. Absolutely. Uh, 10% luck, 20% skill. Yes, for Mario, the name. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Drop the uh, World by Lil Wayne. Ooh. Um, Lil, Lil Wayne a little too spicy for this part of the Midwest out here uh, for schools to recognize. Yeah, any Eminem song. Well, maybe not any Eminem song. I was listening to Kim before the big game. Oh, I hope not. Uh, I hope not. The scan guy really got yeah. me uh, Jesus Christ. Um, on that note. Uh, no, wait, no, Josh, you got to give us quick hits. I was trying to think of any quick hits. Uh, uh, I got the, the dog photos back. Jordan did not tweet it out, and he will no, not no. give me the password to the Twitter account. So don't. I have told me. you the password to the Twitter account. You, I don't know. Don't blame me, America. Blame blame Jordan Wolf. I'm saving the photo until closer to Christmas. It's <laughs> fucking November 29th. Is that not the Christmas season? We are, we are past Thanksgiving. Yeah. I get, I know, I get that it's sort of the Christmas season, but I feel like it'd be more Christmassy to post it. I don't know the Christmas episode or closer to Christmas. But what if our uh, faithful listeners want to want to look at that photo multiple times during the Christmas season? You <laughs> think they're gonna like cut it out and put it up like on their wall, like a like a, like a war vet? That's fine. They- <laughs> <laughs> Our war, war vets the only people they're not war vets like a, like a soldier in war he's gonna pull out like his little uh his little yeah. uh, hourglass or not hourglass power watch. come on where, man it's like where, where's this analogy going <laughs> um hey josh uh why don't you get off my back man um uh, i won't because you ditched me for breakfast two weeks ago you're gonna still uh, you're never gonna let that one go are you i was so excited I, you still got you, to go to breakfast. Yeah, because my girlfriend couldn't ditch me. I was a ride. <laughs> That's why she wouldn't have ditched you. <laughs> the only thing holding her back from ditching you. We've um, been dating for seven years as of four days ago. <laughs> oh, um, Peterson, any quick hits? You got anything you want to plug? Um, I do not have anything I need to plug. You want to we plug, need, you we need plug a sponsor. Or... Can you give us 50 bucks and we'll shout out Milwaukee Tools? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know if, I, if I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to bleep out that name if you don't pay up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Um, all right. Any final thoughts here, guys, before we cut this one off? Anything on your mind you want to let, let, let unleash into the ether? Double check my notes. Fred Van Vliet now the fourth most imp- impactful player in the NBA. That was very important. We had to talk. We had to talk some Raptors. Josh, how are you uh, sign us, sign us off with a Raptors report. Uh, I'm actually gonna. Well, they suck. Uh, I'm gonna <laughs> sign you off with. Uh, 
Trevor Bauer's agent is not good or very smart. I'm going to put that out there. This is an anti-Trevor Bauer, anti-Rachel Luba podcast. <laughs> he thinks she invented contract negotiations. Kind of funny. Kind of a bold claim. Kind of um, funny, yeah, with the whole like, oh, wonder why somebody got a, a short-term high-value deal. And it's like, well, it's 37. Probably 37 years old. He's old. <laughs> Your client got a short-term deal because he's going to be in prison. So, Raptors report: Utah Watanabe uh, on my rig. Goat. Yeah, goat. Uh, Anthony Edwards is going to kill someone this season if he keeps trying to dunk like this. Yeah, um, we, we need. To and stop. I'm honestly, I'm honestly all for it. <laughs> um, and I think, I think that's everything. Oh, Jordan, did you make that mac and cheese I sent you? No, we, we did it with Thanksgiving recap. So you t- you made your mom. Make mac and cheese for you. I helped. I was in the kitchen. I made the mac and cheese, but I did not follow your recipe. What would you? Okay. 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 That's fine. Is that a fair compromise for you? Peterson, how was your Thanksgiving? It was good. Spend it, uh, like spend it in the mountains. Do you like green bean pe- casserole? I like green beans. I don't like green bean casserole. Middle ground. I like it. But very political. Yeah. Did you, did you have you? Did your mom make something? You uh, tried it finally? So what? Some casserole? Yeah, Jordan said he was going to have Oh, I tried his... sweet potatoes. Oh, that's what it was. How was were, it? Uh, they were all right. That's a, yeah, that's exactly where I'm at with them too. I had one I had one of like the little like a little serving type deal and we, I was like, okay. We eat them once a year for a reason. Fair. <laughs> um All right. This has been the Long Relief podcast. Probably had to dub loop over the theme music once twice over that time once. Just again. don't play the theme music. <laughs> uh we'll see. Uh, we'll have our audio engineer, um, Scott, we'll look at that one over with him, uh, have him uh, buff that one out. Um, our our staff and sponsor list grows exponentially faster than I am made aware of. This is a multi-million dollar corporation. Um, <laughs> thank you to David Peterson, our uh, beloved guest this week. Thanks uh, for having me, guys. Good luck on this uh, upcoming season with the Mets. Um, hope you get one of those rotation spots. Hope you hold it down. Give my best to Stevie Cohen. Um, for Josh, for David, for me, and for the Long Relief Podcast, and for the world as a whole. Thank you for listening. And take care. Talk soon. And stay blessed and positive. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs> That's what makes the theme music loop over. My <laughs> Saying a prayer for the world at the end. <laughs> all right. All right. We'll see you guys. Thanks. Thanks.